Hello, hello, it's your girl of the gods. Um, today's episode is a bit different from last week's. So I really wanted to provide soothing to my listeners. Um, it was a, a kind of experiment at really giving a sense of softness, calm and tranquility in a time that seems to be such unprecedented turmoil uh, and confusion and anxiety. Um, And I hope that you all were able to feel some semblance of safety from my episode on being present um, and sitting with our bodies and recognizing that our bodies are all that we have in this moment that we can really rely on. Um, And so taking care of them, keeping our bodies safe and healthy and sound um, is our best bet and perhaps one of the only things that we have control over at this moment when so much of mankind um, really is lacking any kind of control over coronavirus. Um, But today's episode, kind of drifting from that, um, but also continuing along the path of experimentation um, and, and innovation, is actually going to be a kind of recitation of some of the thoughts I've been gathering Over this time, I write often. I not only am I like a graduate student researcher, PhD candidate, whatever, who has to write and has to read, etc., but I am just a writer beyond my official role and capacity. Um, I enjoy writing. I enjoy poetry. I perform my poetry. I write my poetry. I um, write prose often, and sometimes I publish public pieces. I do public writing. Um, But at a time like this, when there just seems to be such urgency around getting in touch with people, it can be a very arduous process to write up something and submit it for publication at some local magazine or or pub or journal or whatever. Um, And so I thought it might be prudent to use my platform as a space where I could share some of the thoughts that I have um, and kind of reach my audience and hopefully reach other people and listeners and and hopefully this is shared and and people find it valuable outside of my regulars. Um, Yeah, so so this is this piece that I have and, and and it really is simply a reflection of my journey. Um, I am currently based in the Virgin Islands, as many of you know. I am still here. I had plans of being in the mainland. Um, I was supposed to be there attending a conference just over two weeks ago at this point, and obviously that was canceled. My university is officially closed, and um, my flights have been rescheduled or were forfeited. Um, 
And so I have chosen to remain here because I don't know that I really had an option, really. I mean, I don't have an apartment in in Boston anymore, so I couldn't really go back there. Um, And while I have family on the other islands, I'm not really interested right now in, like, being with them, which is kind of crazy. I don't know how to explain that. Um, I love my family dearly, and I will probably see if there is an opportunity for me to visit and be with them, but I'm just here um, for the most part, kind of toughing this out with the community that I have on this island. And to tell you the truth, I I don't know that I would have it any other way. Um, I don't know that I would want it any other way. And I think part of it is because I committed to this place because it is my home. It's one of my homes. Um, And I committed to doing research here and being a researcher here. And I don't know that I can, that like leaving is necessary right now, you know? And I guess that's one of the perks of being a scholar at home. I can can say um, that that really, it makes a difference in what choices you think are available and kind of what it feels like to be in the midst of such uncertain times away, right? Because technically, I am dealing with the trauma that all of us are dealing with in the comfort of my home, even if I may not have like specific family members on this island with me right now. This place is still home to me, and so as home, there is a semblance of safety that I can feel here. And I think this actually connects back to my first episode of this season um, on returning home, right? And how like home is really where we are and what we construct it as and to be for ourselves. And I never has that notion been truer than now. And and I think it's super fascinating (laughs) to see it materialize because obviously when I recorded that episode, I had no idea that home would come to bear down upon me in such immense ways. And yet here we are, yet here I am. So without further ado, uh, this is my piece. Um, Bear with me, I have not edited it. I just wrote it out in one take. And so there may be some formulations here that aren't quite um, clear or as smooth as it could be. There is no title. The most difficult part about living through a pandemic as a graduate researcher is having to figure out how much of my energy I can afford to expend on and on what. On one hand, I am forever enthralled by the various intersections of issues as they come to be exposed during a global crisis such as this one. How wealth works for those who are rich and sick or poor and on the front lines. Whose safety is prioritized when the world falls apart? How does our unilateral decision making to kill the old or deny them access to medical products and assistance correlate, for example, to our commitments to capitalism and our justifications for inequality? What does it mean 
that the lowest ranking of our economic hierarchy of respectability is now considered essential. What does it mean that we need the poorest among us to survive? Then there are the meta questions I am also faced with. Is this a time when I throw myself into my research more than ever before, or or should I seize this opportunity to engage in new and interesting ways with the field? What are the politics of intellectualism at such a time as this? What are the ethics of research and analysis that I should draw on at this moment? Am I denying myself the emotional space to process the effects of this contagion by engaging work at this moment? Am I depleting my humanity by relying on an ethic of work and productivity to drive me through this slope? Where do I begin? When should I stop? How much of me is available for this pursuit even? Troubling this predicament even more is the fact that I am a Virgin Islander. The last time catastrophe hit my home just two and a half years ago, I was a Virgin Islander away, a Virgin Islander abroad. Today, however, I am a Virgin Islander living at home, studying home, and I dare not escape. Where would I escape to at such a time as this? In the midst of tragedy, it seems we are best able to locate our investments, the things that matter most to us. I've located home. I would not want to be anywhere else in this entire planet than right here on St. John. And I cannot explain this except by saying that St. John feels right. I sit on the porch of the two-story home I reside in and I feel the spirit of resilience in the air. I sense peace, comfort, assurance, bravery, skill, adaptability, and most of all, community. The least medically resourced of all the islands, albeit the wealthiest in real estate and social capital, St. John still feels safer and stronger than anywhere else in the territory. Mind you, I am a Crucian, St. Jonian, and I rally hard for my mother island of St. Croix. And I'm sure if I were stationed there at this time, I'd feel similarly. Including the fact that most of my family resides on that big island, I most certainly would feel safe. But this is precisely why I know I belong here at a time like this and not in Boston or St. Thomas or St. Croix. My network is in all of these places. The majority of my immediate relatives in only one of these places. And yet I want to be here where no known blood relative of mine exists. This tells me two things at the very least. One, that I've committed to St. John in a way I did not imagine, that I've chosen to love St. John and do my work in preserving the connection we have. It is my home. 
always has been and always will be. And I refuse to walk away from her. Secondly, my spirit self has grown formidable. I've matured and have come to rely exceptionally on my relationship with God for guidance and protection. Wherever I am, the spirit follows, and I need not ever be afraid. I will be right, rather I will write, as in W-R-I-T-E, because that is my calling. It is a thing that itches me, tugs on my heartstring. I must write. I have no choice. Writing is both how I enforce my humanity, replenish my soul, and enact my politics. It is my work and my essence. So, it must be done. Um, That is the end. I imagine that there are many of you who feel similarly to some varying degree or extent that where you are is just where you are going to be. And maybe the rest of you actually desire to be elsewhere and that desire is absolutely fine and rational and justified too. But I think more than anything, what this has taught me is that there is no right way to engage this moment, but rather we just strive, we can only strive to engage ourselves at its deepest core. And so this exercise for me, I thought was important because I gave myself the opportunity to really delineate for myself what it was that I had been feeling down to the very core and even up to the very meta-analytical level of how I feel about how I feel and perhaps why I would feel the way that I'm feeling at a time like this. I think that this process of just writing it out, of just talking it out, feeling it out is really healing. It is empowering as well. And so to my listeners, I encourage you, you know, all of you all may not be writers. Maybe you are. And even if you don't deem yourself a quote unquote writer, we all have the capacity usually to write. Um, And so I encourage you to write, to use this moment as an opportunity to document how you feel, if not to just get into some intellectual raging, right? That's not necessary in order to meet yourself. We can all meet ourselves, meet ourselves at the intersections of pain, trauma, hurt, fear, misunderstanding, confusion, all of the things. But I think it is important to meet ourselves, to see where we may be, to acknowledge where we are, where we wanna be, how we feel about where we are, how we feel about where we wanna be instead. And I think that we will find a great deal of peace and support and even rest in that very process. Thank you for listening and I wish you all safety and soundness. Until next time.